Hey, how you guys doing? This is Producer My Brothers Comics. Welcome to What We Missed in Wrestling, our recap podcast of, of professional wrestling in the early 90s. We are in 1991, y'all. Uh, we just finished the WWF pay-per-view, and in the alternating uh, group here, we are moving into WCW. It is Wrestle War 1991. We'll get into all of that in a moment. On the line is Brother Beavis. Say what's happening. Hey, how's it going? All right, man. Recording on a Saturday night, not the 605 one. And Braves freaking got <laughs> beat in the playoffs. So, you know, that helps. But yeah, it's 1991, y'all. February of 91. Where were you in February of 91? So this is now in the middle years of college where I'm alternating in co-op. And I think this is now the first uh, time I'm back in, in the motherland mm. while most people are not there. And this is where my comic book buying started back up because I had mm-hmm. free time and disposable income. Nice. So a lot of the, our Daytonian friends had either moved on, gone on. Well, you were out. That's yeah, primarily I what I was referring out. to. But no, then I was playing various forms of Dungeons and Dragons with mm-hmm. our indigenous peoples. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. February 91. Uh, obviously in college, spring would have, even so not Edinburgh, spring is June, but, uh, we would have been in like training mode for like getting ready for spring break, uh, for tennis. So, uh, Hilton Head or wherever the hell they took us for that. So that would have been, you know, indoor courts because it was way too cold and way too much snow driving all the, all the way to those practicing like from, six to nine o'clock at night getting back i mean it was um it was rough back then uh in terms of trying to manage that and college and all that so yeah that's definitely where i would have been definitely not watching any wrestling yeah, so let's set so the show not having any you know any aptitude that anyone else cared about you know my oh, time no. was my own yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> hey and for me i mean you could probably know this about me too uh i am not really about talking to people about tennis even if they're on my team like i just everything i just hate everybody and so i was headphones in uh, all the way to ride up all the way to ride back you know i'm not trying to you know kind of competitive in that regard but kind of uh, like uh eminem and you know you were just riding the bus yeah. and like working on your your life all my raps yes yeah. yes all yeah. my raps mom spaghetti y'all all right so <laughs> Um, set the show. So we got, uh, 10 matches tonight. Uh, we'll do our Wikipedia facts, uh, cause they're never ever wrong. Uh, and then never. we'll look ahead to the, uh, next pay-per-views for each one. Uh, we got a big, big daddy of them all here coming up soon, uh, as our next WWF one, but whatever. All right. So February 24th, 1991 at the Arizona, uh, Memorial Coliseum in Phoenix, 6,800 in attendance. I have, uh, a rebuttal or an interjection. Uh, them people didn't care about this shit. Yeah. Uh, that crowd is dead, except yeah. for the superstars. Like, if you were on the undercard, you were wrestling for crickets. So uh, let's revisit this when our watch along happens because I was like, is this happening right now? Because, <laughs> yes, or is this synthetic or what? So let's revisit that again in, in, at, at 17 minutes. Not yes, this, exactly. But the other. Because holy cow, uh, yeah, this is also going to be one of our, uh, for WCW, one of our biggest RIP, uh, podcasts. Cause for whatever reason, these people didn't die till later, but there's a few, quite, quite a few deaths here coming up. Um, 
commentary, Jim Ross and Dusty Rose. Dusty Rose, literally fresh out of the WWF. Uh, him and Dustin Rose, which will come up later on too. I mean, he's, I mean, he couldn't have been out for six weeks. And additionally, uh, he has the book as well. Go ahead. Yeah. Was he, was he at the last? Yeah. yeah he no, got he, beat. Yeah. Yeah. They were, there, yeah they, they were both in January. there. Yeah. It's yep. not even six weeks. It's yeah. Like somewhere between a month. Yep. And he's, and he, and he has the book as well. And Dusty been put back as the booker as well. Uh, unsurprisingly, his son in a top spot on the baby face side. Cough, cough, cough. But yeah. Well, all right. So uh, it, let me, <laughs> let me, let me make two points there. So number one, like it feels going into this that like Dusty is like trying very hard to like diminish himself. He's not the polka dot. We are libertarian. <laughs> None of the, all of that is gone. He's like, well, Mr. You know, Jim Ross, I gotta mm. tell you, like he's like, he's like almost like Ernie Ladd level like commentary mm-hmm. uh for for the first few matches yeah. he doesn't shill for you know for dustin and then i'm watching dustin's match and i'm like yeah they could have they could have like he could they they could have made him the new dusty and made yeah. him the star and i think somewhere that fell apart but the other thing i noticed was right around match four with that's where Dusty came alive okay. with the Japanese female tag uh, team. Uh, that's yeah. when Dusty came alive, and I was like, I was howling because yeah. he was like all the way up to that point. He was, if you will, Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> uh, champion uh, from Florida and the Mid South area, and then mm. after that, I was like, then he was all about Miss A and da da da. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Dusty he... went through a transformation on this. I I think he was like forcibly trying to like make people forget about the polka dot era where he was so uh, over the top that he was already over. But. Yeah. Mm. I, before I started recording, you know, Freak Sesame Street sponsored by his letter. This podcast will be sponsored by casual racism oh, yeah. uh, because it's not great. Particularly uh, in that Japanese ladies match. Well, uh, uh, to be fair, it's all isms. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I should say that before we get into this too. So, we are in the Gulf War, I think, at this point. If we yeah. did our historical thing, they don't bother touching that at all here. It's alluded to, but the overt jingoism that we got from the WWF is completely missing in this. Stings like got on his red, white, and blue trunks, but there's no flag waving. There's no black ladies singing a seven-minute version of the national anthem. Nothing. None of that yeah. stuff is here, and it's very, I guess it's kind of surprising. And I, and why it didn't happen is probably the better question. Uh, I mean, so. but they, I mean, they don't really have like a, the real American on the roster. Yeah. But why don't you like, you know, we're supporting the troops. We're wearing the yellow thing. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah WWF went over the top. But, yeah. I mean, they, you know. they did all that during the, well, probably because this is a crossover with Japan. Yeah. Right. So last time they did. They, it was the international tournament, and mm. it was pretty tame until the very end. And then the Steiners were the greatest Americans since George yeah. Washington. And oh my God, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, just, so I, I think be, perhaps because this is the start of the uh, the relationship with New Japan Professional Wrestling, yeah, or at least know. the the start of the 
the relationship that we're being presented with. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and again, I, we'll, we'll get to that match here momentarily. But yeah, so yeah, 10 matches. I think 11, it was a dark match as well, but we won't talk about that. So first up, match number one, y'all. Well, we don't talk about it, but who's in Eddie Guerrero is on the dark oh, match. Oh, okay, like a, yeah. I think you read that in Wikipedia. Yeah. Future fucking WWF champion, and this is like, you know, the another testament to the degree that, like, all the talent that with the luchadors and Eddie Guerrero and then like into the nitro era, like all the talent they had that was just like no, yeah, curtain jerking and yeah. yet went on to tremendous degrees of success in other areas. Yeah. So speaking of curtain jerking, the first match at all for the six man tag team championship, the WCW championship championship. Okay. So first off <laughs> back in our day, Dusty Rose and the road warriors was the six man tag team champions in WA. And they defended every once in a while on Worldwide. We'd get a match or something like that. And it would usually be against, like, big stars. They weren't, you know, beating, you know, George South and two other people. So it was like whenever you got a six-man tag team championship, or you would even forget that there was a six-man tag team title until they told you that these people was championship. Because they didn't have belts, did they? Wasn't there, like, a trophy or something? I don't remember, but all I know is, like, oh, well, it's Dusty Rose and Road Warriors. Bet. So when this first match rolls out and they're like, oh, it's for the six-man tag team championship, our champions, Ricky Morton, Tommy Rich, and the Junkyard Dog, I'm like, come on, son. Really? Really? And they are freaking curtain jerking this first match here. A former NWA tag a champion, a former, well, at this point, a three-time NWA world tag team champion, the biggest star in Mid-South Wrestling ever. Now looking like he ate the biggest star in Mid South Wrestling mm-hmm. ever, uh, versus who the f- uh, State Patrol, and who was there? And 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 Curtis Hughes is how I remember him, the big cat or right. whatever. Like this is terrible, so, man. Why? Why is why is the big cat with the State Patrol? This yeah. is like this mm. is like we rolled up. And we had this dude in the back of the car, so we yeah. got to go wrestle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's clearly the implication, right? Yeah, exactly. Like he's, like he's been apprehended and now mm. compelled to wrestle. Yeah. I, and I think I when I first watched this you, the first time, I texted you, y'all. You, you like, sent the picture of them coming out like mm, this clown show. Yeah. And then you made a, another com. You made another comment about yeah, James. James Earl. are all right. Yeah, James Earl Wright. Really? That's what we're doing here? Like, with one of the people... And again, in a Georgia-based company, you have James Earl Wright as a part of the State Patrol. And again, it's not like even they learned their lesson from this, because later on you're going to be like, oh, they learned their lesson about the the Southern boys. But they didn't. And then later on, I mean, not even too much long from here, you're going to get Colonel Buddy Lee Parker out of this shit, too. Like, they, they don't learn their lessons. So... I mean, who, uh, State Patrol, okay, whatever. We, you know, this is their playoff or what? I guess, you know, Big Bubba being, uh, Probably. whatever the, yeah, that he is in the WCW or WWF at the time. But come on, man. Like, this is terrible. It's just a bad gimmick. It's like a racist ass gimmick, too. And then on top of that, you put him in this match against, you know, three dudes who, have definitely seen their better days. I mean, I hate to say that about Ricky Morton at this point, but he'd seen better days at this point. And it's just a bullshit match. It's just a reason reason to put Ricky in there so he could sell and then to get a comeback for Dog to hit a weak-ass thump 
and there's the pinfall or whatever. Yeah, so. pretty much. And the other thing you, you know, Buddy Lee Parker ran the power plant, mm-hmm. uh, which was generally regarded as the <laughs> worst lack, training facility lack ever. of influx of talent <laughs> into WCW, which probably contributed to the killing the, the franchise. But yeah. Oh, he's terrible. I, I, it's, it's just bad. And then, yeah, whatever. I did go back and look on the Wikipedia's there. You click the links. So they're the 16 tag team champions. They defeated Buddy Landale, Dutch Mantel, and Dr. X. Yeah, or Moondog Rex for the ti- for the championship. Okay. I'm sure that was a dark match somewhere. Yeah. And I was trying, I was wondering, like, what is the, what is the lineage the of the six man title that we were aware of, which was Road Warriors and Dusty? Mm hmm. Yeah. I- yeah, exactly. <laughs> now those are called trios matches, kids. Uh-huh. And there's a trio championship in the AEW, who I think I want to say it went back to the Young Bucks and somebody else. No, it's the claim, right? They're claimed in Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. Right okay, got it. Yeah. All right. Good to know. So yeah, bullshit match didn't really matter. Just a, a start of the card. And this is the start of, oh my God, nobody cares about this shit because they didn't care. Ricky getting beat all to be damned did not elicit any like cheers, cries and tears from anybody. It was just another match. So, all right. Match two, y'all. Um, wait, let me see. Make sure I get through my nuts. Match sucks. All the participants suck. JYB pins a state patrol after a big splash. Love. Uh, oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. All right. And so then we get a promo before we get into match number two with uh Ter- Terrence. He's not even Terrence Taylor yet. They didn't go commit to that. He's still Terry Taylor with Miss Alexandra York talking about he's going to beat the Z-Man, I think, in however many minutes or whatever. And the Z-Man sucks. If wait, about- what, wait, wait, what happened? You're a match seven? No, I'm talking about there was a promo in between oh, match okay, one okay, and match yeah. two. Yeah, okay. that okay. Z Man sucks, and, and we yeah they just knew he birds. was going to be the next superstar, right? Yeah, like, he looks mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Apparently, can't talk, and I don't know what else, what other problems he has. I mean, we go through like people that be on all these pay per views, and we've ran into free birds down. Z Man, he got to be close to it too, because he's almost yeah. on every one of these, and I don't think we've ever seen his ass win a match. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Mm-hmm. All right, so our watch along here, y'all, is match number two. It is Brad Armstrong, R.I.P. 2012 versus Bobby Eaton, R.I.P. 2021. Uh, again, two of the best workers in the traditional sense. You know, neither one of them could talk at all. Uh, beautiful Bobby, obviously, you know, one half of the greatest tag team possibly of all time. Uh, Brad Armstrong, just a great worker. I mean, I remember watching him work in Georgia and with my, my, as a child watching wrestling with my, my aunt back in the day, you know, the Armstrong family, just an absolute great worker. Like nothing, everything looks good. He's so smooth in the ring, but he could not talk for be damned. And then Bobby Eaton, I would say is worse as yeah. being uh, somebody to talk because he never wanted to talk at all. Uh, so yeah, I think they probably actually put a microphone in front of Brad Armstrong occasionally. Yeah, and it, I'm, it never was particularly great, but Bobby, no, Mm-mm, yeah, yeah, tell him, Jim. That's <laughs> yeah, basically it. Uh, I mean, you know, again, can't take anything away from him in the ring. So if you're loading up your peacock here, this is going to be our watch long. It's about 12 minutes. Uh, we're going to pick up at literally 17 minutes in the pay per view. So go ahead and get 
that all set up. Uh, before this gets started, uh, we won't be watching, if you're on YouTube, you won't be seeing this here because it'll get clipped, it'll get clipped. Um, Dusty says something as he's coming to the ring that, but Bobby's going to have a, a singles championship sometime in 1991. Yeah. Now remember, Dusty has the book. So, and it does happen, <laughs> I believe. I think Bobby winds up winning the, the TV championship. The TV I title think, this from Arn, right? Yeah. So, and I'm sure those matches are great too, because Arn's great. It's going to sell yeah. for him. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure they're really good. So, yeah. So load up your peacock, y'all. 17 minutes. And I loaded up here. I had it all set up. And then we'll do a three, two, one count. Uh, and we'll get started. All right. I'm set up. All right, y'all. Make sure I have any other notes about this. Okay. So on the three, two, one, y'all. That's 17 minutes. Three, two, one, and go. Uh, the double ring is set up for the war games. We probably should have introduced that, but it'll come up <laughs> later anyway. Speaking of things that fell off a little bit. See, look, Brad Armstrong's got the, uh, the USA chunks and all that, but they, they do not go over this at all. Like, oh yeah, by the way, we're in war. Yeah. So when he comes down, like the crowd, uh, either the crowd or the crowd is <laughs> just cheering Bobby, Bobby, mm-hmm. Bobby like crazy. Right. I was like, for real? Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this like a heel town or mm-hmm. what's going yeah, on? Yeah. It's Phoenix. Yeah. It's so funny. Okay, you see all these black people in the front row, right? Like, mm. this shit. Like, when that Japanese match come on, them black people ain't there. Just like, yeah. you know, it's all Japanese folks. And I'm like, um, something changed. The seat fillers? I guess. That's probably, I mean, those people probably came over. They're getting this biggest shot they're ever going to get here in the States. Their family probably came over and like had to give them seat. But, so yeah, I mean, this is classic wrestling, y'all. Arm drags, hip toss, back drops. You know, work at work a, a body part and all of that. But again, the crowd. Mm. <laughs> Pocket, oh, look, that is punch. Good Lord. Podcast. You hear also, all that way back to Alabama. Yeah. Podcast also sponsored by mullets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Brad Armstrong sporting the Bishop haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and another arm track. He gets down deep. Yeah. To an arm bar. Yeah. I mean, this is just, he's so freaking good, but he couldn't talk his way out of a fucking bag, yeah. man. I mean, this was the obvious watch long, but this is like 12 minutes of like classic wrestling. This. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. You know, we, we could find Bobby's actually in pretty good shape here. Like, yes, agreed. Um, and I think like he's in he's better shape. Down some. Yeah, when he gets to his championship run or whatever, I think he's actually in better shape too. You know, it's because it's like whatever, giving babyfaces mouthpieces. I guess it wouldn't have really worked to have somebody come out and talk for him. You know what would have been cool? Like at this point, if, you know, Robert, I know this is like, this would have been insane. Mm. But like, if like Ricky Morton and, 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 and uh, Bobby Eaton tagged together, just like randomly made a tag, t- like mm-hmm. or like or we're feuding with somebody. Like that would have been amazing. Yeah, I haven't. Like, I've seen, it, and you could have worked that. Like they could have come together for 
to fight somebody and then you know one of them's gonna well you know bobby's gonna Bobby. eventually turn on ricky mm-hmm. that would have been great yeah I saw that thing uh, on YouTube or whatever about like when Cornette had Smoky Mountain, I guess, mm-hmm. and when the Rock and Roll were there and they needed a mystery partner or whatever, and it wound up being Arn. Like it brought him out, like you know, he was covered and something like that, and it wound up being Arn, and the people went ape shit. Yeah, you know, I was like, yeah, I guess Arn teaming with the Rock and Roll would be something that nobody would expect. Oh, don't you push me. So of the famous Armstrong brothers, obviously he's Brad. And then there's what Steve that's also on the card tonight. Yeah, uh, with the, uh, and then there's uh, whichever one becomes the dude in the DX was that James. I think that's, oh, yeah, James. well, he's yeah. not even, but then who, so they keep talking about he has a brothers in Desert Storm. Who is that? I think that might be Road Dog. Really? I think so. Road Dog was in the war. Yeah, I mean, he got that PTSD. <laughs> I smoke rock. So, <laughs> oh, oh, that's terrible. Uh, so, something you didn't know about me. <laughs> something you didn't know about me, Jim Ross. <laughs> I smoke rock. <laughs> terrible. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Th- we don't know that. <laughs> well, he know, we. Well, I don't know if he smoked rock, but I think his career was definitely. Oh, yeah, he was in the Marines. Book. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, look at that flying crossbody! That's Dude, something oh. you didn't know about me, Jim Ross. <laughs> I was in Desert Storm, not smoking rocks. Not I smoking what rock. to produce sense because <laughs> they didn't have rock there. <laughs> but if they did, <laughs> but if they did, I would have smoked it. <laughs> uh, oh so, my gosh. so yes we love classic wrestling but yeah. there's not a lot to talk about but yeah it's a, but it's also like a, it's also a cold match in that regard too you know like i don't know if there's any rivalry between these two so this you know, is I'm, like this seems like the start of like obviously they're they're gonna push bobby as a single because mm-hmm. he they still have him on the roster that they lost the rest of Midnight Express, and so this is obviously like we got to get him over somebody who's going to be a credible opponent. And even though Brad Armstrong hasn't beaten anybody north of George South in yeah. five years, like yeah. it's going to look good while he's doing it. Slingshot, mm. super. Oh no! First int- oh, oh, that's that's good stuff there. Yeah, that's great stuff. Yeah, I, 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 that's great. I didn't remember that slingshot. Yeah, come on. I'm a baby face. I can't <laughs> kick him, but I will. You know, and again, Brad Armstrong makes it into the Nitro era. He's a part of the what, West Texas Outlaws or whatever. Mm, and the I don't. Hate Rap Crap group. Let's don't. Let's don't. Uh, well, again, WCW never learned their lesson, y'all. No. At all. Yeah, so. they might have been world, but they were still based in Georgia. So. Yes, exactly. And, and uh, I mean... Look, it, it rapid was it rapid's crap? I think that's what it was. Yeah, they were. But again, that's also oh Jason. Oh Hervey. yeah, also the fall. The big stars. Yes, <laughs> big stars like Jason Hervey. WrestleMania guy. Oh my god, that clothesline! He's dead. <laughs> High impact move by Eaton. 
And see, he is getting cheered as the baby face. Yeah. You know, because nobody cares about Brad Armstrong. I know. Just and then, Bullet, you know, and I, mean, I remember watching all this stuff with him and his dad, with, you know, Bullet Bob, all that when I was a kid, man. Oh, man. That's a great That's move, too. Yeah, Bobby can do all this crap. He can do everything. And it, it, I mean, again, I get the fact that he had to stay because he had, like, kids and a wife. Like, I, I mean, I understand that. Like, look, I got it. I gotta feed these people who you not can't like, oh, I'm gonna go with your underground starting wrestling promotion, Mr. Cornette. Like I need a steady check. I get it. I can totally understand why he didn't, you know, go. Oh. They took care of him for a while. Yeah. I mean they tried. But he well, but he, he was by the Nitro era, he was yeah. Enhancement talent, like. But he's gonna wind stars. up in a great. He's gonna wind up in a. Oh yeah, the dangerous alliance. Team. Yeah, the dangerous alliance. Yeah. Yeah, I know they took care of him for a while. Yeah, with what Stone Cold, Arn, Paul E. I think there's I think one. I mean, stunning. Steve yeah, sorry. Austin. Yeah, and then what is um, what who is Zabisco, Zabisco in that? Or yeah, we, yeah. Arn, Brian Pillman. By the way, I think Pillman's in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Muda. Apparently, Muda's, Muda's just in the crowd. Yeah, hey, he's a wrestling doing? fan, just like us. Yes, he got good seats. Former WCW World TV champion. It's it's crazy like- that he ascended to the level of TV champion. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, he he just had his retirement match a few months ago himself. You're telling me the black people in the front row are are shoveled out for the next match? Japanese folks? Yes, absolutely. Like, wow, you'll see them later on. But they are definitely not there for a couple of seats. And my man, like with the white hat on there, there's like right in front of oh, the yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and the family that's all there, they are fired up, man. They are like enjoying this stuff. Uh oh. The the kid with the uh kid with the flat top mm-hmm. and the striped shirt yeah. seems like he might be like being held hostage. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be here. But his brother next to him, definitely yeah. into it. Nope. Nice. Oh, slingshot backbreaker. Oh, Working on one body part. My God. So Brad Armstrong worked on the arm. Bobby's working on the back. Pee Mullets. No, yeah. <laughs> Pee Anderson RIP as well. Wow. Yeah. He so every, literally everybody, everybody in the ring. Everybody in this ring. Yeah. Correct. And if you want to do commentary, four for five here. Or three for four. Cause this is bad. This, I'm mean, again for WCW for whatever reason. A lot of these people made it through. Uh, WWF, mm, uh, not so great. Well, there was a perhaps a higher <laughs> level of steroid use. Yeah, well, <laughs> they may or may have not have been injecting horse hormones. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, oh my God, here we go. That guy got an anthrax. That's t-shirt. not his hat. That, that hat does not fit his head. The kid um, had an anthrax shirt on. I didn't see it. Yeah. It's kind of behind the black dude with the white hat on. Mm. With the white hat on himself. That's an anthrax shirt. I'm like, oh! Look at this. Nobody's out on the floor for any extended period of times. No chairs. He does kind of have the American flag just plastered on his ass. Yeah, but yeah. again, but also, again, they only reference this war, you know. And the road dogs again, out there fighting and dying in the Marines. Smoking rock. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I think, 
I think his rock smoking didn't start until after he became a wrestler, to be fair. <laughs> because, again, it's not exactly a, a, you know, a clean profession in his day, for sure. You know, I hear people talk about that all the time. Like, oh, you know, these wrestlers nowadays are, you know, they're not on somas and all of that stuff and all the steroids and all of that. And, you know, they're. Yeah, because they have health care and yeah. they get hurt so they can take time off. Well, and they're also not working six out of seven days a week. Oh, rest yeah. hold. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think that probably has. Are a you lot disparaging more the abdominal stretch? No, uh, not the cheating version. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, classic heel. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. I ain't do nothing. You talking like that, jailbird, Pee Wee? <laughs> this guy in someone else's hat is upset. Yeah, he's not happy. Yeah, that's how Sandman's brother was when we went, like, and he lost us at the hair arena. He was, like, way into it. And I was into it, but not like that. You can see all those empty seats in there, by the way. Uh, 6,800 is not paid. Oh. Bobby's balls. Yes. Great selling. Come back. Yeah, they missed an opportunity. They could have put a a Ricky Morton and Bobby Eaton team yeah. together and then broke it apart and made even more money. That would have been. Sh- oh, yeah. This oh my God, it's it's the That's his finish. One, yeah. two. Oh, uh, I appreciate that. that he had like, he had to like get the uh, row break to get mm. out of his finish. I appreciate that. Nice. Uh oh. Oh, nah, we're that breaker. breaker. Alabama jam. Let's go. Yep. That's a setup. It's a great, and again, I can't believe his body is not destroyed from doing this move. It, it was. Yeah. Turns out it was. Mm. I mean, that's, he's not that close. <clears throat> Alabama jam, my God. Crowd cheering is what it says on the, uh, <laughs> the <Yeah>. captions. <laughs> yep. You, me? <gasps> yeah. Good job, Bobby. All right. We'll stop here. Good match. Classic wrestling, for sure. Nothing wrong with that. You know, again, you have two dudes that, again, couldn't talk at all. So we got that part. So, all right, let's go. Great match. All right, so we talked about this a little bit. You did more work than I did, sir. Next up is the Japanese ladies <laughs> tag team match. Um, I watched it. But I didn't. Uh, what's the tooth and nail rule? No Britt Baker stuff for Cornette? <laughs> this is kind of where I was here uh, because I'm like, Err. and then again, the casual racism did not help at all. And again, yeah, I, I, I understand that they're trying to you have this new, this thing with New Japan and you're trying to do that. I'm like, but why the, why this match? Why these ladies? Like it just didn't make any sense. Help no. me out here. I mean, so, like I said, this is where Dusty perked up and <laughs> he was all about Miss A, who mm. was like the big, who was the legitimately the biggest competitor in yes, this match by far. But she got, she got pinned by old school Riho. Yeah. Uh, this match. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I, I could not. And, uh, yeah, man, it was. Yeah. So whatever not Dusty even was trying races. to do up to this point, yeah, like old school, old Dusty came out. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Well, like, I th- well, he probably felt that he had to oversell it because the crowd was like, 
what are we doing here? We don't know any of these people. It's also ladies wrestling, which never got featured. I think they said it was the first ladies match on a pay-per-view. So uh, ladies tag yes. match. That, yeah, none well, we have seen since we've been watching. Well, at least WCW. Uh, ladies tag or ladies period. Yeah, I don't think we've seen any ladies matches on WCW. No, there's so, not. I mean, and then again, I'm like, all right, well. Until a Lunder Blaze comes, I don't uh, think there is a... Yeah. Yeah, I always look at her and I'm like, man, I bet she chose for Trump. It's gonna just I don't know. She, she's, she seems pretty normal. She's yeah. been on the dark side stuff. She did, yeah. yeah. It's close. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to know. I, yeah, that's I'm what I'm com- saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm comfortable assuming she didn't. Yeah, so. but, I don't know. Rebuttal. Alright, so, um, yeah, I didn't watch this match. I mean, I watched it, but I didn't take any notes on it. My notes they say why, why, who, and why. Yeah, like it just makes no sense. So we're we're gonna be on moving on from that one. Next up, y'all, uh, Buddy Landale, R.I.P. from 2015 <laughs> versus Dustin Rhodes. Um, again, fresh off his run in WWF. So we've seen Buddy Landale intermittently, uh, as we've been doing this. By far in the best shape that he's been since we saw any yeah. of these matches. Like he's in really good shape here. Um, uh, again, <laughs> I smoke rock. Um, yeah, th- uh, that was his downfall. I think a car accident was the official downfall, but I don't think it was a sober accident. And, um, but he looks like he looks really good. You can see, and you, he wrestles really well too. You can see why people would have faith in him, except he had demons. Basically, and he was not reliable. I think that well, what they said, if it if it's snow, if it ain't snowing, I ain't going. That's <laughs> but that's but he went down. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, I mean, this is a decent match. And again, you alluded to it. Dustin is a star, like he literally a star. The quite the the thing I'm thinking about sitting here is like, could you plug? Dustin back into the dusty role, but I think the dusty role is like disintegrated. Right. Like there's no Road Warriors, there's no Magnum. Like I mean, Dusty would have glommed himself onto the Steiners, mm-hmm. but they're on their way out. Yeah, but they're still here. Like obviously, like Sting's a bigger star. Yeah, I mean, like he was he was ripe to be plugged right back into the dusty role, but I think the dusty role disintegrated by now. But I also think I mean again, we've heard those stories on Cornette's podcast about what Nick Goulas's son and Eric Watts and all oh. of that. You know, like so I'm sure there's a lot of pressure to not push your kid to the top of the card. Yeah, but and- I'm but also like I I'm I would bet there's an inherent res- resistance from the boys mm-hmm. from somebody's son, but Dustin is so much better than everybody right. else. Yeah. Like <laughs> Dustin's better than Dusty. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. <laughs> I mean, well, he was the natural, I think is his original yeah. gimmick. And I mean, he's so good. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, he's really in the Magnum role at yeah. this point with Dusty being there. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see, like, I think we're going to see, a year or so of him, like, like maybe more than that, but like, we're going to see a year or so of him at the top of the card with, but I feel like he never just like, he never like fit in with 
like a, a faction of other folks, but we'll see. And then the shadow of his dad. I mean, obviously yeah, that yeah, becomes yeah. an angle at some point in time. Marlena becomes a, a cudgel in between all of it. And, you know, it just starts to play out that way. And, you know, but none of it could, I mean, even when we get to the gold dust era, yes, it's extremely over the top. Like it's out of control, but the mm-hmm. matches were still good from the shit yeah. that I saw, yeah. you know. Like he's just like a really good wrestler, and he was just doing anything he could to get out of his he's, dad's shadow. He's phenomenal now. Yes, I've seen. Yeah, when he's on, he's AEW. great. Yeah, just I he mean, he's wrestles so like good. every <laughs> six so months at every, this point. Yeah, yeah, every thirteen weeks, but yeah, it's it, it's it's something. This match is just nothing. I mean, it's really just a showcase for him. Six minutes, 33 seconds. Yeah. Uh, he did a press slam in there, which was kind of weird. Uh, yeah. he press slam, buddy, uh, buddy Landale, but he hits the bulldog for the W. I mean, it, it was fine. Again, I, I, there is a world where if Buddy Landale had his head on straight, he's one of your top heels. He really is. He's an obnoxious prick and he comes off that way. He, it, the whole act is perfect, even though it's a rip of Ric Flair, but like, he could have been something. He could have been a contender, baby. Uh, but yeah, he just, he got, I, I got demons. Um, so yeah, look, that, that's it for him. Oh, so we get a Missy Hyatt backstage spot, uh, oh, where she's oh, going to, yeah, I know, where she tries to go into the locker room and gets chased out by Stan Hansen. Uh, MAGA aside, she looks really good here. Um, we just gotta say that, like Missy High looks amazing in this. Was bit. this the period where, like, the NFL they were having? Yeah, Sam White inter- got in NFL trouble. Interview. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. right. Yeah, when Sam White kicked that lady out, and I think there was somebody else too that didn't want ladies in the locker room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna just pretend that she stayed that at age a, at a certain <laughs> point, like that. That there was someone else took o- took Missy Hyatt's name. It's a scroll. It's a scroll. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. Next up, y'all. The matches: the royal family, Jack Victory, and who's the other dude? Uh, uh Rip Morgan. Rip Morgan. Yeah, that's exactly. And some three muscles. So Rip Morgan out. was the flag bearer for the sheep herders, mm-hmm. I think. And then, and then Jack Victory was he Jack was in UWF. Victory. Yeah, he was in UWF. He was in AWA, date? I think. And yeah, was he, he with Missy Hyatt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he sucks. Yes, his body is not made for wrestling. Yeah, he's going point. in the opposite direction of Bobby. <laughs> yeah, his body is made for childbearing. At and this point, is this not the? It's not the. This is not the Confederate team. No, it is the Confederate team. They changed the name. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah, hmm. I know. I wonder why they changed it when they were walking out in Confederate dusters with Confederate hmm. flags on their dusters and their draws. Yeah, I wonder why they changed the name. Now they now they are the Southern Boys. No, no, the Young Pistols. The Young Pistols. Me. They were. Yes, the they same. have guns now on their tights, which is <laughs> possibly problematic as well. But. Yeah, uh, that's Steve Armstrong and, uh, what's Tracy's Tracy mother's RIP 2020. And again, it's, it's a classic tag team babyface match, but, but the freaking royal family, they're awful. They suck. Like, yep. I mean, Rip Morgan's not that bad. Jack Victory's terrible. He's, yep. he's a worse Danny Spivey, which we're coming up to here in yep. a second. That's and a good, that's a good, that's a good comparison. Yeah, it's terrible. And I'm like, this dude is awful. 
And, you know, it's, they get the heat on. I think it was the other Armstrong there. And then there's a tag and a, almost a kangaroo kick or an attempted kangaroo kick situation. And, uh, um, <laughs> I have to confess, like, yes. I don't know what, the, I know what it is, but I've never mm. actually seen the kangaroo kick because I don't. Oh. Hello, fellow kids. Um, okay. So yeah, with MJF and Adam Cole, with his baby face, essentially baby face turn, because they have turned MJF into a full on baby face at this point. He does like, let's say kangaroo kick. It's a drop kick where one foot hits each person. That's it. Kangaroo kick. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so if they're two, I mean, I assumed there, it was like that. I assumed yes. it was a, like, yeah, uh, yeah. But he does like a little hop around like a kangaroo before he does oh, it no. to get the, the crowd all hyped for it. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we rarely talk modern wrestling on here. MJF's a superstar. Like, I mean, pretty well, much. No, 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 no. He will be a superstar in the WWE. He gets out of the clown <laughs> show that he's currently mired in. Correct. Yeah, I understood. But he is an absolute, like, he's, is really the only reason to watch at this point, to be fair, is what his segment is. And yes, in 2024, whenever he's able to get out of that contract and go to WWE, he's going to kill it there. He's going to kill it there. Just his freaking, his mic skills, his, there's, he is Taylor, man. He's super young. I think he's under 28. Like, so he's got, he's ready to go into his prime. He should not waste it in AEW with all that bullshit that goes on over there. And, you know, that's pretty much it. But yeah, he's, 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 he's really good. I'm not, maybe not so much as the kangaroo kick, but yeah, there's that. All right. So yeah, the, uh, young pistols, not the former, the southern boys or the wild eyed southern boys, they don't do that. All right. So let's see. Uh, that during the match, did you see that where the match went dark? Like the lights and shit went out during the match and mm-hmm. they had to like relight it. It came back a little bit later. It was kind of whatever. Uh, let's see. Uh, lots of empty seats. I said, uh, yeah, that's just whatever. The Armstrong, or the heat was on the Armstrong. A lot of rest holes at the end. Kangaroo kick to finish, and then we get a bit with DDP in the back. Diamond Dallas Page, well before he's a wrestler at this point in time, he's just a mouthpiece. Excuse me for the Freebirds. Um, about how they're a great team. They're feuding with Doom for the World Tag Team Championships later on tonight. So. The question is, not counting this promo, how do you feel about DDP? As a DDP, continuum. As a continuum. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. DDP was the only person who wasn't over and then got over in the NWO era. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, and from that regard, like he he was the only non NWO person who stood out during a long period of WCW. Right. Um, I did his yoga. Yeah. <laughs> free disclosure, which yeah. was like you know is like he shields the fuck out of it, but mm-hmm. you know I think any form of yoga is probably effective. Uh, mm-hmm. so not necessarily you know his or whatever. So no, I'm a fan. I think mm-hmm. he. They gave him a weird stalker angle with the Undertaker and the mm. WWF, and he got buried. Yeah, but um, no, I mean his the the diamond cutter was over. Way as over. fuck. Yes, and 
when he like when they, I, I I will I can almost picture it in my mind when they came, when him when uh, the outsiders came out and they like they talked and they were like hey you know we we wanted you in we wanted you in the NWO but you know you were like neighbors with Eric so we had to like wait till he came out or whatever whatever <laughs> and he was like okay he shook their hands and diamond cut the fuck out of everybody yeah and like he you know he never joined like yeah he. In my mind, he's the only person who the only person who wasn't in the NWO that got over after and he the never NWO. yeah, he never went red, black and white, like he never did. And so I got that part. The diamond cutter was way over. Like once he got it over at, uh It was the man. Stone Cold Center. Yeah, it was, it was. equivalent yeah, it, to the Stone Cold. Everybody Center. was waiting, uh you know, and I remember him coming world champion too. I remember that, like, you know, it was kind of an underdog story. I kind of vaguely remember him from this time, from vaguely remember watching wrestling at this time. And I remember back then, I was just like, this is stupid. Like, I don't know why he's doing Michael Hayes' gimmick when you have Michael Hayes. And <laughs> like, yep, it doesn't fair. make any sense. So I'm like, okay. But then when he became a wrestler, it was just like kind of like a dude, like, you know, okay, you know, it didn't really mean anything. And then when, I remember when he feuded with Savage during that NWO time, I was like, oh, I think this dude is pretty good. Like, you know, but again, Savage could make anybody look pretty good. And, you know, and so then, you know, later on, we heard like, oh, you know, he lived next door to Bischoff and, you know, they're kind of like, you know, shenanigans in that regard, I guess. But I mean, I, I mean, I, I kind of liked him, but I never was like, you know, way over the top in it. But and I thought the thing was like he he got in the business and he got hurt and then he had mm. to manage and then for whatever reason whatever he was hurt with he got mm. over I don't know if it was like back problems that he figured out how to work around or knee or whatever yeah. but that was what I heard was like he had he had gotten hurt initially and then primarily became a manager and then somehow worked through it I don't I don't know exactly what his story is H G H. <laughs> All right, but yeah, and I mean, and and to be fair, Triple H minus one H plus yeah. G. <laughs> and to be fair, his greatest contribution, contribution, he gave us Kimberly Page. Oh, thank you, bro. Yeah, so thank you for that because um, this is me flipping through my channels. If you're watching on YouTube, forty year old version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we're done. I don't need to watch any rest of this shit. So because... I was trying to. I was like, are, "Is is she one of the diamond dolls at this point?" That was like, "Oh no, 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 not at that point." Yeah, yeah was, I, that was my primary say. research. Yeah, yeah and then, yeah, yeah I mean, he gives us Kimberly Page. Kimberly Page gives us Nitro Girls. I mean, in and of that, in and of itself, that's more than a contribution enough for us. But um, yeah, uh, she's great. Was great. I haven't seen her. I don't know. I can't imagine she fell off the earth and like in looks wise or whatever but yeah good times Maga, though. Yeah, he's canically jewish much like the thing so i would imagine that he's not American, but no he lived, her oh yeah 53 percent um but also yeah he might be too because he i mean he's friends with he's bishop. just trying to get that ddp why Money. Yeah, <laughs> he spends a bitch off though. Bitch off mag as fuck. So, oh mm. well, then there yeah. you go. There you go. All right, next match, y'all. It's the Z Man R.I.P. versus Terry Taylor, not Terrence yet. Um, this is a no DQ match. Lazy booking. Uh, so because- now Terry Taylor was feuding with Captain Mike Rotundo. It was the first 
as a baby face, yes. No, it's no, no. When he, yeah, could no. Mike Rotunda was in the New York Foundation, right? And yeah. Is he gone now? I don't know where Mike Rotunda is. What we'll I think the he's next headed to, to become IRS. Oh yeah, because well, we're getting close to Vince. Are we close to Vince's steroid trial here? Because we're only in '91. I think that's late, a little bit later. Hmm. So yeah, he uh, might be headed in that direction too. Mm. Yeah, because I think so. The last pay per view it was Terry Taylor versus Mike Rotunda, Captain Mike Rotunda. Mm. Or I don't know what he was at the time. Oh, bitch! I think he might be gone, and now okay. Terry Taylor is the first, and and then they'll they'll get Richard, Richard Morton, Morton, Thomas Rich, yeah. Taylor. Oh, I forgot that Tommy Rich joins too. God, I hope they don't turn. This would be typical. I hope they don't turn on Junkyard Dog. They make them heal. Although that's sounding very logical at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? Turn on the black guy. Okay. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that sounds very typical of WCW. Yeah. So no DQ, lazy booking. I've said this before. Terry Taylor is Ric Flair. He's got Ric Flair's gear. He's got Ric Flair's look, essentially. He wrestles like Ric Flair. They have three Ric Flair's on this. Yep. Yeah, but they're, up again, legitimately, besides that fucking Red Rooster gimmick, there's no reason that Terry Taylor shouldn't have been a fucking super, a superstar. Not a regional superstar. He should have been somebody that was a potential US, uh, TV champ, U.S. champ, wrestled for the world title, but never got it kind of situation. There's no, there's literally no reason for that. I mean, and he could talk enough to get by. I mean, he ain't Brad Armstrong, but I'm, there's no reason he can do literally everything. He can sell and he can work as a heel too, as you see from here. Like it's yeah. Vince. I mean, he should beat Vince's ass every time he sees him. He should punch him in the dick. Honestly, for giving that game. <laughs> so, uh, the internet has told me that, uh, Mike Rotundo has indeed left mm. the WCW and on a clash of the champions, which is probably what we should actually be reviewing because that's <laughs> actually what we've seen. Uh, uh, Terrence Taylor became the new core of the, uh, mm-hmm. York nice. Don't look it up on your computer now though. Didn't, did Marlena make it into Playboy? In that era, uh, I don't think she did. I don't think she did, but was she on Missy Hyatt's channel? Oh wait, what now? Missy Hyatt had a channel. Something you, like you before, it. like OnlyFans. Oh wait, Missy <laughs> Hyatt and and Sunny and I think uh, 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 Francine what? and others did. Stuff, stuff. I need, I need a breaking news sounder. Like this breaking news. I did not know that. Mm. Oh, uh, I think they they had things happen. They had, they had a yeah. thing. Going <laughs> on. Nice. And on and on. All right. So yeah, um, crowd dead as hell for this. I get Taylor so good. And sorry, I I didn't mean to impugn anybody, but I'm pretty sure yeah, they found that one. yeah. A, a vehicle to deliver Make something to content the fans to others beyond yeah. what might have been presented on TV. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but I think that is true. Nice. 
Well, Terrence Taylor gets the win here on a roll up when he pulls the tights at 10.59. Z-Man again. Oh, Z-Man is the white man Tito Santana for WCW, man, because this motherfucker never wins. Well, <laughs> except that nobody wanted him to win. <laughs> That's so. fair too. Yeah, we're puny Tito Santana here. Yeah, but there's yeah, awesome. like we, we've all discovered we were two Santana fans, but there's not another podcast <laughs> in the world. Oh shit. I always liked the Z-Man. <laughs> That's not nah, happening. No, 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 well, I don't know maybe in, <laughs> more z maybe in minnesota was, somewhere he was was he the am he was the am of the can-am connection yes he when he was there yeah so mm. right yeah so nobody nobody gives a shit about it nobody gives him yeah uh all right uh there was a, a segment of the danger zone their fake Wait, version so we, of piper's we, pit and we had to have had the the missy hyatt locker room interview yeah i did that right. yeah we're good yeah we already went through that oh yeah well yeah well, but they they announced it and then she had it. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But and Stan, they they were like, well, Stan Hansen's not going to be in the Federation for long, so he can do this. Yeah, he can well, do the job yeah. by uh, chasing her out of the locker room. It's the only job he's going to do tonight, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a danger zone segment with Paulie. Uh, with Eligante, he comes out. Oh my out. God. Yeah. Speaking of casual racism, that's not that's casual. not casual at all. I know. I'm being that's sarcastic. Not, Yes, this is overt racism, and he comes out dressed as a matador for, uh, to interview Eligante, who's from Argentina. Um, <laughs> those things don't go together, y'all. Yeah, FYI, they, I don't think they both fight in. No, Argentina. they don't. Yeah, it's just a bad and a sombrero, which is a little bit more Mexican too. Like, anyway. Uh, I thought I I was I was I was initially hyped because I was like oh oh shit is this the I want the belt promo <laughs> but they referenced it yeah yeah and so uh, it wasn't yeah Eligante R.I.P. as well George is, is affectionately called by others there this is a they bad really bit. they 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 try they they protected him and tried yeah. to get him. It, they tried to like get as much out of him as they can, and he didn't get it at all. Like, and yeah, yeah you yeah. feel bad. You feel bad. Like, and then eventually they put him in the the slim good body werewolf outfit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in WWE. Uh, yeah, uh, it's yeah. bad. They, yeah, it's bad. But yeah, poor George. It did not go well. Ugh, sorry, was, but yeah. He was, and he was awful in the ring. Like, yes, uh, that you too. Know, I think we're trying to be sympathetic, but he was, he was terrible. He could do nothing. Um, literally, but, the, but they, they, they tried to, to mix him in and they're going to try again. He's, mm-hmm. he's coming back later. He's going to back up. Yeah. Uh, this, this ends in a body slam for Paulie, you know, Paulie, a solid, a, not conservative. He's a solid 160 pounds lighter than he is currently. Solid. Yeah. Like, he's, he's huge now. He's, I mean, he's a very Alfred Hitchcock. thin man. Yeah, he, yeah, right. It's terrible. Um, so yeah, they try to promote the Japan tour. That's, that pay per view is coming up next, but we're not going to watch that because I don't even think that's on the network. All right. Our, our, our U.S. history. Oh, U.S. history. Um, wait a minute. Do, 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 wait, is this right? Yeah. Wait, hold on. What's the next match? Uh, Vader and Hansen. Yes, that's it. Yes, Vader. Uh, yeah, that's right. Vader versus Stan Hansen. Schma- complete schmoz. Yeah, R.I.P. for Vader as well. Uh, six minutes of just them essentially beating the shit out of each other. Have you figured out how MAGA 
Stan uh, Hansen is? No, I did not continue to look it up, but I, I feel good. I feel pretty certain that he's probably super MAGA or ultra. Uh, I, I need to but, know where he's but living. But to be right. fair, I feel like we would have said that about Jim Cornette, and that's yeah, yeah, that is a very fair comment. Diametrically opposed. Yes, to that's exactly. Yeah, so we can't. We don't want to make really bad words about Stan Hansen. But I mean, again. Both of these dudes are huge in Japan. I'm big in Japan. Uh, both of these dudes are huge <laughs> in Japan. Mr. Big. Yeah. So they can't, they're not going to lose, you know, this is like a continuation of, I think, something that Jim Ross alluded to that they had over there. And it's just, you know, bad blood. And they just beat the shit out of each other for six minutes, you know? I mean, there's clotheslines, there's on the floor, they're on the announced desk. I mean, this, a slobber knocker, I believe, would be an appropriate word, which yeah. is fine, you know, going in, if you didn't know what you knew, what we know now, like, oh shit, that's just like two dudes beating each other. Fader's great. Stan Hansen, I'm, I'm starting to gain a little bit of appreciation because we didn't really get a chance to see much of him, but I could see why he was big in Japan, you know, for strong style or whatever, beating up people. Like, I, I get that part of it, you know, and Vader's going to become a, a, a fairly large portion of this WCW part here very soon. Um, so. Yeah, uh, I, I was a big Vader fan then, you know, it's when he could do the moonsault and when he wasn't too huge, you know, like I, I was a big fan. So yeah, uh, but this was just nothing. Just a big it, fight. This, this man. Double DQ. Trash. Yeah, it's just yeah. whatever. Just beat everybody up. We needed, you know, seven minutes. Just go out there and do it. All right. Next up, Lex Luger, y'all, uh, versus Dan Spivey, the one of the, again, like the free birds continually on these damn pot or podcasts on these, uh, pay-per-views. He sucks. Uh, my note says Luger is significantly bigger than the last time we saw him. <laughs> like noticeably. <laughs> I didn't register that, but I can't. That motherfucker that. is, I mean, again, uh, from back in my day of hanging out with one of my college roommates who was a bodybuilder or whatever. He just, be, I mean, he just, when I would turn it on, he'd be like, mm, that dude's huge. And he'd be like, yeah, he's on this, 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 and this to be able to get that big. Like Luger's big here. And then again, when we get to Nitro, when he gets that secondary run, like where he beats Hogan for the belt, he's monstrous at that time. Like his chest is so freaking big and he's much bigger than he is right now. And he's huge here. So yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, Luger the baby face. It doesn't really work, but he's working here. Something that we've discovered over this time. He's such a better worker than we remember. He's so fucking yeah. good. Like, we, we, every, we, every time we do this, we, yeah. we owe Luger an apology. Yes. We disparaged him. For uh, and, and on, we owe Luger an apology on behalf of the entire populace of <laughs> wrestling fandom. Like, yes. Yeah. unfairly disparaged as yeah. like not a worker and he could really, sell he could yeah. sell he could work his i'm like look i'm like looking at his punches like those actually look pretty good too like he could bump st- you know enough for somebody that size yeah. hell his promos are better than stings yeah I, I, yeah dude yeah. i have no idea why we Freaking, and it's not like in a day of smart fans or podcasts or hearing backstories or whatever. For whatever reason, we were just shitting on Luger, and I don't understand. Well, I think the issue is like he's like WCW NWA is the smaller wrestler. The word yeah. it's not the it's not you know we were we were kind of led to believe like the 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 big meathead was you know eventually cannon fodder for Dusty to roll through or whatever, yeah. and so. 
he was kind of the outlier from everything else we'd seen. And that was the kind of spot we put him in as opposed to WWF. Like he would have been somebody that Hogan would have rolled through. Right. Um, you know, who would got a push for a while, got a DQ Vic, got a tag team Vic and (laughs) got fucking pinned flat and then went back to the mid card. I'm glad you brought up Hogan. And by the way, fuck Hulk Hogan. Um, Luger hulks, hulks up here oh, like, yeah. in this match after a pal driver. He gets <laughs> pal driven and bounces up like Hawk and like, and starts to know, and like Spivey's like going on him and hitting him and whatever. Now again, in a Hogan situation, he would have hulked up. He would have did that and leg drop or foot boot, leg drop, pinfall. But mm. the match goes on and he goes, winds up getting like, you know, hurt again and they sign up getting heat on him again and like back to reverse chin locks. I'm like, this match, one of my notes in here says this match is too long for two big guys. Um, Spivey, yeah. remember, is, uh, San Hansen's protege that they established in the previous pay per view. So maybe this is a continuation of that. This is like stand in can- for <laughs> whatever. And he gets, he gets pinned on a roll up. Was that yes, a, he gets whatever? Pinned on a roll up. Yes, he does. Bullshit. Yeah, I he know. T- he should have got racked the fuck yeah. out. I had no idea why they were pushing Dan Spivey. He sucks. He has one of the worst haircuts of all time, by the way, and this shit. He sucks. Like, one of yeah. the worst. Uh, I have no idea who he knows that would allow him to get these matches and whatever. Yeah, he sucks. But, yeah, Luger's great. My note, who, Luger hooks up and, you know, yeah, I'll roll up and there's our win at 12, 1252. So they had announced that before, like, oh, there's a new belt for the United States champion. They're going to be presented by former champion Nikita Koloff uh, when he comes in. So he comes in, he presents him with the belt. In your face with this belt, literally. The former tag team champion. Yeah. I got to know what Nikita doing. Yeah, what is Nikki doing? Uh, and uh, so <laughs> my one note about Nick, Nick, Nikita. Uh, nice do-rag, bro. Um, <laughs> like, for real. Nice do-rag. Two, um, the accent is, is, it's Halle Berry and the original X-Men. It's in, it's out, it's there, it's not. <laughs> it's just kind of like a round <laughs> accent adjacent. Uh, so yeah, he cuts a promo about, you know, he sat home for two years hold up, and watched hold the up, title hold up, change. Hold up. If I didn't know better, I think you might have disparaged Halle Berry. <laughs> If that's the case, we got beef, sir. <laughs> I was not disparaging her there at all. I'm just saying her her accent as Storm, uh, Aurora. Monroe. That was a choice. Yeah, yeah. That, she was, made a, a choice that was a choice in the first half of the movie, and it made the choice in the second half of the movie. Uh, and the second half was like, I can't do that shit no more. This is terrible. That, that was completely justified. <laughs> On the director's commentary. No, but seriously. Yeah. It, uh, Nikita said he tried to do it. He even dropped a Jatoa tie in there somehow. And, but it was bad. Like he just couldn't figure it out. By the way, Tony Schiavone, our backstage interviewer, uh, not on commentary anymore, but yeah, he's back there. He had a big chuckle when Missy Hyatt got thrown through whatever too, or thrown out of the locker room. Yes. Schiavone sucks. Um, so yeah, but yeah, no, it will be a feud with Nikita. I kind of remember this. Didn't they feud when we first started doing this shit? Wasn't Nikita feuding with Lex Luger? 
I, swear I don't think we so. A, I, we watched a match with Skinny Nikita. Oh, I thought that See, was again. We the the the, act, the stuff we've actually seen is Clash of the Champions. Like, oh. like this is all a mystery to us. We okay. if we were actually like watching Clash of the Champions, we'd be like, oh yeah, I remember this. This shit was great. But, because that was only one night, and it wasn't like on Saturdays. No, because you didn't like, have to pay for it. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, no, again, because it was free and on TV. Yeah. Okay. I have to look and into that too. Because it was free and on TV, they were actually telling stories. It mm-hmm. wasn't just like the Arr. it wasn't just the payoff. Yeah, that's fair. Damn. Well, Durag Nikita is back, y'all. But not for long. Nikita doesn't have any WWF run, correct? Correct. I, th- I think the story is is at some point in time he married some lady. Who had cancer, which is why he had to quit to go take care of her. And then I don't know if she died or she left him or something happened. And then he came back and then he found Jesus and then he was done. Like he just never came back at all. I think he's, I think this is his back. Okay. But I don't know. I I don't know if she died. I don't know if she died or. She went into remission. Something like that. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing like, uh, like, oh, you know, I found the love of the game again. And it definitely wasn't that. Something happened with that lady. All right. And she's looking that up. Our next match is, uh, mm, damn. For the World Tag Team Championships, y'all. Okay. So when you and when we did the end of the show last time, you were like, you ain't going to like this start of this or whatever. <laughs> and I don't. But also, well, it's just handled poorly more than anything. Like, so this is the turn for Ron Simmons to be a single. And this is eventually going to wind up with him being a world champion, which is fine. But the Freebirds suck. Yeah. Like this version of the Freebirds with DDP and the freaking, what do they call them? The Diamond Dolls. This sucks, man. Like they're and they don't bad. necessarily have to. Like, uh, Jimmy Garvin's fine. Mm. I mean, but they they just they present themselves as a f- fucking clown show. Yeah. <laughs> Slash. They also think they're the greatest tag team of all time. At the same time, like it, it's the weirdest freaking line. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. get it. It's just like, man, you guys are kind of... I was like, oh, okay, you're going to be those dudes that are obnoxious heels, but just bump like crazy for the babyface. But then you're also trying to wrestle like fucking babyfaces. Babyface heels don't moonwalk, man. Yeah. I need that on a yep. t-shirt. Yeah, heels don't move. <laughs> yeah, like, I... Uh, the uh, the one thing... Well, there's my... I mean, a thing I've taken from this podcast series is, like, I never understood when Doc Hendricks showed up in WWF. <laughs> Now I know. Now I know why he's disavowed any prior knowledge of Michael Hayes. Awful. And again, I think, again, we, uh, you know, maybe we'll see some of it or watch some of it back after this Von Eric movies comes out or whatever, how huge they were. And I'm, I'm not seeing that. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm so hyped for that. I saw that. Yeah. It looked great. I'm going to be in the theater for that. No, no. Mm -mm. That's entertainment purposes only. Um, I mean, MJF's in that too. Uh, but anyway, 
I hear about how hyped they were in Mid-South and then how they were in World Class 2 or whatever. Like, I get that part. And I remember them in Georgia a little bit as well. So it's not like I'm unfamiliar. But Michael Hayes, again, as the mouthpiece, I guess, was probably better than the wrestler because what we're seeing as the wrestler, he sucks. The the mouthpiece? So... Hayes is the mouthpiece of Roberts as the worker mm. and Gordy as the enforcer. Muscle. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And what we, we saw in UWF was Michael Hayes would run his mouth. Mm-hmm. Hayes and Roberts would get the shit kicked out of him. Gordy would come back from Japan and kick the shit out of anybody who would kick the shit out of mm. Roberts and Hayes while he was gone. Right. It was amazing. Yeah. But we we no longer have Roberts. Yeah. We no longer have Gordy. <laughs> and now it's like yeah. I don't even know what the fuck this is. It's bad. Like it's like, man, y'all are rest that's what I might know. I was like, who's the baby face in this match? And at least they don't have the Confederate flag painted on their face yeah, this time. Fuck. Yeah. Or the over exaggerated Ziggy Stardust makeup. It, uh, that being said, uh Bad Street. USA is still that yeah. song to come up. Yeah. <laughs> so that the, street, yeah. Oh, stop it. So, the, uh, yeah. Uh, and again, I don't know who the baby face is in this match. They're wrestling like baby. The Doom is wrestling like heels. So, I, I, assuming making them baby faces. Also, racism makes them baby faces. And but they were, and they were. I mean, what were they against the Horsemen? Because that was like the last series, like, yeah. I think two pay-per-views prior to this, two yeah. and one, they were wrestling the Horsemen in yeah. different But racism also made them the freaking heels, the, the Horsemen baby faces in that too. This yeah. is what's happening here as well. So they're just leaning into it. And so when they do get a chance, you know, the match goes on. There's a brass knuckle spot where uh Butch Reed hits um Ron Simmons by mistake and leads to the pinfall and the championship yeah. change. And then they turn on Ron Simmons. Like, yeah. like, okay, why? Because you did hit me with or some Because Butch brass Reed knuckle. was on his way out. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, yeah. okay. Where is, where is he going? The natural Butch Reed. Oh, motherfucker. No comment. Damn it. So and I don't know if Teddy Long goes with him or what does Teddy Long do? Teddy stays this? there for a bit, I think. I think he's there for a bit, but I could be wrong. I don't think he goes to WWF until no, you're right. The merger, he's in, he's in the, yeah, he's there. Yeah, we don't go till till this player player. Um, so yeah, okay, damn, ugh, that sucks. Well, yeah, so yeah, we do get the heel t- the turn on Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons becomes babyface here again. This is going to pay off with him being the champion here in a bit, and that's fine, but. Ah, new champs. They better lose them belts here soon. That's all I know. All right. Then we Wait, get to the. F- no, maybe I'm wrong because Wait. he goes on the. In- when was he the natural? No, I don't think because I think he fused with Ron Simmons initially on this bit, and then like I, I, he takes the title from Vader. Vader t- gets the title from Sting, and. Like this is a time when after Flair it le- leaves, which because Flair's mm-hmm. about due out of here in about a year or less. So, yeah, I I, I thought he feuded with. No, I with, think he's so. When the fuck was he 
When was he the natural? I think he might have been the natural before he came back yeah, to WCW. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, 86 to 88. Yeah. Damn. When he was All right, really so good. no, yeah, no, this is the end of his career because he goes to the independence and then. Yep, that's it. Yeah. He had bad knees, according to Cornette. All right. So, the war games, the match beyond, y'all, is the, uh, the main event here. Um, okay, so we've watched, I would say we've probably watched, what, at least two other war games on this podcast yes. series? They've kind of sucked. This one <laughs> didn't suck. Because you think about it, except for Larry Zabisco, all the participants in this shit are really, really good. And Larry Zabisco's filling in for Arn Anderson, who's hurt. This is pre Sid trying to kill him. So that's because I initially I was like, Oh, was this when like they couldn't be in the ring with one another? I don't think this is before Sid tried to kill him with the scissors. I thought the last one was pretty good. You think which one was that one with? So the the first one was where JJ Dillon tapped out. Yeah. Which to me is a cop out. Mm. The second one was when Hawk um fucking like he had a he he choked out Jimmy Garvin with like an overhead <laughs> neck breaker. I think the uh producer's headphones have just died and he stepped away. So um so in the first in the first war games, it was basically the Road Warriors and Dusty and I don't even remember who the other person was in Paul Ellering. Might have been Magnum, might have been Nikita, I'm not sure. I don't remember the timing. Yep. Sorry about that. You got batteries. All right. So the first one, the first one was Dusty and the Road Warriors and Paul Ellering and was it Magnum or Nikita? Nikita. Yeah. Magnum Nikita never participated versus, in. Okay. Versus the Four Horsemen and JJ Dillon. Yeah. And they tapped out JJ Dillon, which to yep. me is kind of a cop out. Mm. The second one was, uh, the Road Warriors and, uh, shit, who was, I gotta use the internet. No, I remember the end, but I don't remember who was the road warriors. Oh, they did that twice. So the second one actually was the road warriors, Nikita, Dusty versus the four horsemen and the war machine, Mm -hmm. which was big Bubba. Yeah. Then the road warriors, Ron, God damn. So this is my <laughs> show. It's been a gang of these. Oh no. Well, that's why you're looking that up. That was my thing. Is it's like, man, they you know, when the when the war games becomes like a uh like an annual event, then it doesn't really it loses its meaning. Like it should be the blow off for some like major feud between these people, not just oh well we have to do that because we have the double ring and the double cage or whatever. Like that's right. what's my point. So I'm remembering the one where they, uh, after the match, they injured Animal. Oh, mm-hmm. it was the Samoan SWAT team. Yeah, and the Freebirds. Yeah, it was like Doctor Death and Ver- oh yeah, versus Doctor Death and the Road Warriors and I don't even know who else. I think it was the Midnight Express. Yeah, they're right. They, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Midnight Express, Doctor Death, and Road Warriors mm-hmm. versus Samoan SWAT team and the Freebirds mm-hmm. and. Yeah, with, yeah. Somebody. Yeah, so that was good because, mm. like, and again, Michael Hayes was a shit heel and, like, was, <laughs> came in and DDT'd everybody. DDT'd everybody. But Jimmy Garvin got, like, 
executioner netbreaker tapped out like I, mm. like uh, no you sh- you probably should quit um, <laughs> so yeah yeah i i i didn't I, this one i thought was really good like i thought all the people that are in it like i said with the exception of freaking uh larry zabisco were pretty good in the whole thing like that i mean mm-hmm. you know like I, I there's not a bad wrestler in this yeah no and unless you're thinking yeah. about zabisco because when it's like oh well he's subbing for it i'm like oh well zabisco is about to tap but that really wasn't the case so you know if you don't remember the war game rules first two participants are in there for five minutes which is way too long because that's a whole last wrestling match and our first two participants are you know Bengal superstar brian pillman versus barry windham who's uh you know got the very short haircut at this point in time. So it's making very kind of indistinguishable from freaking Sid Vicious right now. And they go in, they have a match like Brian Pillman's all fired up. He's got the injured shoulder from something that previously had happened, but he's all fired up. I mean, he beats the shit out of Barry Windham. Barry Windham sells like crazy for him. He, you know, runs him into the cage. He's biting him, which is probably not a great idea, uh, in a, uh, pre magic Johnson era here. Um, like not, you know, but you know, he, Barry Windham gets colored. Like, I mean, it's a really like intense five minutes and, and Pillman's look great in that. And then, you know, you just get the two on one moving over time, you know, two on one with, uh, uh, I think the first, the two on one, I think Flair comes in for the two on one against Pillman and then they run him into something. And then the second one is Sting that comes in for the two on two. And it's every two minutes after that. You know, and mm-hmm. it just becomes a big schmoz over the course of time. You don't really see anything. They Everybody's just doing their moves back and forth to one another. You know, and by the time you get to the end, I think Rick Steiner goes for three on three. Zabisco was for the three on two. Most everybody, Flair gets really good color. My note on here, like the spot where they give Flair, Flair gets color. He's so good at like hiding that shit. And he comes out with the freaking crimson dust freaking mask, man. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so good at hiding it. Uh, and then, uh, Vicious, Sid Vicious comes in for the four on three and Scott Steiner is the last one in, you know, and then you get the brawl for however many, you know, the match beyond begins. And I think it's great because Dusty's there. It's his match. He created it, you know, like he's able to get commentary. Like I thought that part was really cool, you know, and then Pillman is the one that winds up, you know, submitting. Uh, but he gets a, uh, first off, he gets thrown into the cage, like on a, like a, uh, like not a backdrop, but like he just runs to Sid and Sid throws him into the cage when he comes down. Then he gives him a powerbomb on his neck, like, cause they just didn't yeah, yeah. factor in how tall Sid is and how tall the cage is. And he literally drops him on his neck. Like that had to be completely legit. And then much like Moxley and Ray Phoenix, they do it again then. And then he yep. drops him on his fucking head again. And, you know, he can't pin him. And Elegante comes down and surrenders for him. And then that's the match. Like, I I thought it was really good. You know, you got all your spots in. People, you know, I I, I actually thought it was really good. At the crowd dead for the entire time. They were up for this shit. Especially for staying in the road war. Or uh, the Steiners. Yeah. I mean, it was... I honestly think the earlier ones were worse. I think the one we just watched was good. This one was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but again, this is another example of like them trying to get something out of, out of Elegante. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they were like, if they had teamed up because they were like acting like this was his boy and he came yeah. out and was like, 
Like, well, but, big but man, by little the same token, I was like, why does Elegante get to come out and get in the match? Yeah, like, I mean, he's terrible. But obviously, but I, that was the there. You know, but Pillman, who had been like a Z Man level mid card, there, mm. like he gets beat, but you know, doesn't submit in the match beyond and is put here on the same level. These folks, I mean, they're trying to make something out of him. Yeah. Obviously. And, and it's kind of weird that, cause you could tell, I mean, again, Sid, not the smoothest worker of all. You could tell after he dropped him on his head, he was really ch- like, Oh shit, is this dude okay? And then I think they had real life beef too. Like, I think there's like the story where they had like a fight in the, in the locker room as well. Um, between him, you know, uh, Sid and Brian Pillman. So I don't know if this is before this, after this or whatever, but, um, yeah, not, it's not a good look for Sid. Sid also ain't going to be much longer here for this, uh, federation either. Um, and we're going to come to that well, here momentarily. For the WWE oh, Taylor made. Yep. Except for them legs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, literal chicken legs. Uh, so yeah. And that's the paper. Well, y'all. Brock Lesnar has. Yeah. That's fair. I think Vicious has. Bigger legs than Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's right. So, but right. didn't snap him jumping off the. Because <laughs> he wasn't jumping off anything ever because he knew better. Um, all right. So that's the pay per view. They try to like go back and like do this thing, but they have like a glitch. At my other note, when there, when the cage was coming down over the ring and they have their freaking Walmart sparklers going off, the production value is so minor league compared to the WWF. It, it it really is like you really feel like you're you're watching like the minors. You really do. Like yeah. this is not a major league production. And the fact that, you know, again, they never wanted to put any money into that until later on, just it really shows dramatically. Yeah. Uh yeah. so all right. So that's all that is freaking what is this? SummerSlam? Super Brawl? What the hell is this crap called? Wrestle War? Wrestle War. That's so W. CW, by the way. Yes, because we, we wrestle here. Remember, y'all. So what is the next WCW pay-per-view before we move on to we know which is WrestleMania for the WWF? Uh, so having just watched Royal Rumble, the next... Oh, the next WCW. Next, yeah, you pay-per-view. said it's Super Brawl 1. So there's a... Uh, ignoring the New Japan Super Show. Yeah, because again, I don't think we can see it on the, the cock. Super Brawl 1. Mm. I have a bad feeling about this Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, it's also very New Japan flavored. Oh, okay. Um, what? So, so uh, wow, a lot of dark matches. Mm. Oh, well, let's just read them. Uh, <laughs> dark match: Animal Hamaguchi, Kengo Kimura, Osama Kido, and Kentaro Hoshino defeated. Super Strong Machine, Hiro Saido, Tatsuishi Goto, and Norio Hanago. Man. Then, in the second <laughs> then, match. He said then. <laughs> second, that was, so was the eight-man tag. Second sure. match. In a six-man tag. Quattro's match. Mm. This is a trio's match. Mm. Tim Horner, Brian Pillman, and Tom Zank. This so, is dark. No, no, this is on the paper. This is on the card. Okay. Versus Shiro Koshinaka, Koniako Kobayashi, and Takayua Izuka. 
I feel like I'm the goddamn wrestler. <laughs> then there's a uh, another dark match, Scott Norton. Uh, oh yeah, Japanese superstar, big man. Yes, oh, my but God, a huge in Japan. I'm huge in Japan though. Yeah, okay. Versus the Equalizer, Denzel. <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus Akira Nogami. Uh, Arn and Barry versus Masa Saido and Masahiro Chono. Hold up. Are you sure this ain't this Japanese show? No, it's after the Japanese show. So they do two. We're going to have to skip this shit. Oh, no, shit. I am reading that. Sorry. Man, I was about to say. That's a lot of Japanese folks. All right, my bad. Super Brawl 1. All right, Super Brawl 1. Freebirds. Versus Young Pistols. Go back to the Japanese, man. Who, uh, Freebirds are the champions? Uh. I'm betting not. Uh. They. Don't. Didn't they just win the championship? They did on this pay per view we just watched. But three months from now. I'm betting they're, 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 they're not, they're not the champions. They lost on TV somewhere. Of course they did. Good. All right. Freebirds uh, and Young Pistols. Freebirds and Young Pistol. Continuing uh, history. Um, Dan Uh-oh. Spivey and Ricky Morton. Uh, and a singles? <laughs> yep. Is it a mullet versus mullet match? Nikita Koloff and Tommy Rich? Yeah. Mm. Dustin <laughs> Rhodes and Terrence Taylor. Mm. Black yeah. Bart and Big Josh. Who is, uh, Big Josh is, uh, Doink the Clown, meaning Matt Bourne. Oh, yikes. You, RP. Uh, Oz, which is Kevin Nash, Nash, Tim Parker, Brian Pillman and Barry Windham. Oh boy, here we go. Sid Vicious and Elegante. Butch Reed and Ron Simmons. There we go. Sting and Luger versus the Steiner Brothers. Are the Steiners the champs? That would be my uh, guess. Yes. Okay. Arn yeah. Anderson and Bobby Eaton for the WCW World Television Championship. There it is. And then Ric Flair versus Tatsumi Fujinami. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, I was totally I was about to say. I was about to say, that's a lot of Japanese folks, man. I was like, what the hell? All right. Well, I, I'm trying to think what, uh, probably, I mean, no, like, we love classic wrestling, like Arn and Bobby Eaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's too. the one to watch. Yeah. All right. So or, get us. Or Elegante and Sid Vicious in a stretcher match for two minutes and 13 seconds. Good Lord. Yeah, that might be it too. And again, I was like, well, my initial thought is like Sting and Luger versus the Steiners, but that's going to come up so many times later on. I think there's a Cornette watch along and it wasn't great. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I mean, they didn't like they couldn't. Baby they faces. didn't know who was the baby face. Yeah. They couldn't, like there was no. But yeah. Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. Yeah. What's the time on in that a steel cage? Nine minutes, thirty nine mm. seconds. That sounds. But good. Bobby and Bobby and Arn is eleven fifty. Yeah, that sounds probably more our speed. All right. All right. Let's get to WrestleMania, y'all, which will be the next one we review. 1991 WrestleMania. WrestleMania 7. This is the return March of Hogan 1991. to the championship. March of 91. Yep. Mm. The Rockers versus the Barbarian and Haku. Mm. 
Dino Bravo versus the Texas R- Tornado. RP. The British Bulldog versus the Warlord. Mm, half a RIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Heart Foundation versus the Nasty Boys. This has to be the reformation of the Heart Foundation because Brett had been kind of nope. single, nope. right? Nope. No? Okay. Not at this point. So okay. Brett and Jim. Mm-hmm. Rick Martell and Jake Roberts. Mm-hmm. Undertaker mm-hmm. and Jimmy Snuka. Mm-hmm. Randy no job Savage, in there. an ultimate warrior in a retirement match. <laughs> this does not feel like a WrestleMania card, by the way, but yes, go ahead. Genichiro Tenryu and Koji Kitao versus Demolition, Smash and Crush. Hey, you're really pushing the Japanese this, this year. Mr. Perfect and Big Boss Man. Mm. That might be a decent match. <laughs> The 11th match of the... Help me understand. Earthquake versus Greg Valentine? The 11th match of WrestleMania? Everybody needs a payday. Legion of Doom and Power and Glory. Yeah. Yeah. I know who getting pinned in that. Virgil, Mm. Tito Santana, and the Mountie at match 14. 14 matches. Hold hold up. Tell me Tito Santana could at least beat the Mountie. I didn't spoil it. Can't and the last me. match, Sergeant Slaughter versus Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that is awful. Ooh, I, 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 I chose to not tell you what. Come on. I did what I already knew to be true. Ugh. Um, uh, I guess I'll just throw salt in it. He couldn't not beat the Mountie in <laughs> under two minutes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Crap. All right, y'all. So that'll start to wrap us up. Boy. So not to not to (laughs) no sell the next two podcasts. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my god. We might have to hit that double like we did last time. Both of these oh, so we suck. just gone ahead and put all of 1991 in one yeah, podcast. Yeah, because these suck. Oh, my God. These are really – those are real. That's a bad WrestleMania. The big granddaddy of them all or whatever. That's a bad WrestleMania. Super Brawl 1, who cares? But that's Super a bad Brawl actually sounds like a yeah, better well, because, well, that's fair, too. But holy shit. Mm, okay. So, yeah. All right. We're going to wrap up. Uh, SoundCloud, well, podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, not Stitcher, it's gone, Good Pods, Google Play, uh, all of those things, uh, look it up, it'll come right up, man, and then, uh, we're, our next podcast, if you listen to any of our series, will be the X-Men 97, we've got to finish that up, get through the second two issues of that, uh, for February 97, so, yeah, man. So as the WCW Saturday Night plays us out, music on the podcast version. I'm the producer. I'm signing off. Go ahead and sign off, Brother Beavis. See you next time. We'll see everybody next time. Peace, everybody.